Welcome to another segment of 40s Unfiltered. You ain't heard conversations like this. This is Sean Heineman with... This is Jason Lockhart. What's up, Jason? What's going on, brother? Man, I, like I always say, trying to make it out here in these uh, YouTube streets. (laughs) (laughs) These streets. These streets. This topic I found very interesting. What makes change difficult? And that's what I want to discuss because... I think this is a universal issue. I think we all deal with this to a degree. But looking at this blog on psychology today, one of my trusted sources, this and like Pew Research Center, uh, I don't use everybody's content. I just kind of like to use the uh, Bible, if you will, for uh, psychology or like relationship stuff. Um, Just off the top of your head, Jason, what makes change difficult? Um. I think all of us have a uh, mechanism of um, the fear of the unknown. Mm. Um, We don't, we're not uh, omnipotent and uh, we're not uh, in all places at all times. We don't foreknow things a lot. Uh, So I believe that plays a big role in um, uh, us being able to uh, deal with change. Uh, We just don't know uh, what lies ahead of us. A lot of people, uh, we're we're not... um, embedded to be risk takers so uh like i said it's just the fear of unknown uh we don't know what's ahead of us we don't know what lies before us so it's actually a step of faith per se so i believe that's what causes a lot of people to just off the top of my head you know deal with um uh, change mm. no i agree because uh change is something that man especially when well, i think we're going to talk about that a little more um in this psychology today blog i wanted us to go over these because i thought that they were really really good and maybe this can help some people in this process of change uh in life in relationships like you can apply this to all areas number one psychology today and i'll post the blog in the um description below so that way you can read it word for word number one was changing too many things at once I like this because they talked about uh, if you're on the exercise regimen, you like lose weight and exercise opposed to just focusing on maybe eating right first and then try to get that under control and then hit the gym. Right. 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 I've I've seen a lot of people um, actually um, it's good that you said that basically attack it that way. Um, a lot of people emphasize on, of course, just working out, the working out, the combination of working out and uh, losing weight. Um, because, of course, you know, statistics does show that uh, when you do the combination of them, it does accelerate the weight loss process. However, uh, eating right, of course, is the, um, I'm, not, I'm not a nutritionist, but eating right is, of course, the, um, the primary way to uh, lose weight. And I, I've seen some people just, focus on that one entity rather than um, changing up the, the, uh, the aspect of it and just doing both. So that, that was a very valid point that you uh, brought out um, as far as uh, the changing concept, because I think with me, mm-hmm. uh, just even in that aspect, um, it's, uh, it's just the, the seeing the results would motivate me to want to change more uh if i saw results instantly mm-hmm. like prime example um this past uh, year in 2021 uh toward the tail end of 2020 going into 2021 
uh, I was pre-diagnosed uh, with uh, a diabetes. And so, um, pre-diabetic. And so uh, what I basically did is, of course, I changed up my eating regimen and I changed up, uh, I started exercising and um, instantly uh, those numbers, uh, I don't know what they call them, the A1C levels and all Mm -hmm. of that, uh, it it began to change significantly, you know, instantly, you know, once I made some adjustments and um, I said all that to say, you know, uh, uh, change. You know, in that aspect, change is good because, I mean, I heard the news, <laughs> I did what I needed to do, I made some alterations and some changes, and I got different results. Hmm. Yeah. And even, did, and did you see results real fast, real fast, considering that you were just talking about, like, you know, we're not seeing those results, or was it a process for you? Uh, That's a good question. It, it was a combination of both, to be honest with you. Um, uh, I'm I'm normally uh, a person that works out or I have a history of uh, athletics, you know, in the gym, you know, um, stuff like that. So uh, when I applied the same principles that I used to do, you know, basically, you know, I seen results instantly. Mm -hmm. And that may not be the case for a lot of people, but I do know one thing that drives a person whenever they see the results and whenever they see some progress, you know, instantly, that motivates them to change. That motivates them to say, you know what, I want to, I want to keep on doing this. And like I said, I, I think that's one of the the, the phobias of, of, of change is that the fact that okay, if I don't, what if I don't see this? What if I don't see this happen? Okay, what if I take this risk and I don't see what I desire to see right then and there, and it happens, you know? So I'm just gonna fall back and just kind of stay where I'm at because, like. I'm afraid to see that I may not get the results that I might need right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And and the thing about changing too many things at once and you can, cause you know, I'm a big relationship guy. You could look at this from a relationship perspective that we'll talk about marriage and we'll say, you need to, these are the things you need to do to improve your marriage or your relationship. It's like, you need to communicate. You need to have sex. You need to, so we throw all these things out opposed to maybe putting them into uh, digestible pieces of action. Right. You know, let's, right. let's just try to work on our communication first. <laughs> you know, let, let's try to get that under control and then let's try to work on these other things. So I think sometimes yeah. couples can be overwhelmed with uh the responsibilities of of marriage and shoot even kids and just everyday life yeah and i mean like i said it, it falls back you know again to that first point that you made um i think the complexity is basically you you're you're adding too much on your plate adding too much on your plate and whenever you add too much on your plate man it just overwhelms you and, and, and you can't get that initial thing that you wanted to do done because there's so many things on your plate to choose from and, you know, for me, that's very complex. Like, I tend to not, I tend to get overwhelmed when I see too many things on my plate. Like, um, prime example, uh, me and my wife both suffer from this. Like, our room could be a disaster area. And um, <laughs> and so we're looking at the task and we're seeing that, oh, man, we have all this stuff everywhere. We have all these clothes, et cetera. And it's like, we're going to procrastinate because we see that big task at hand. And it's like, I'm not about to do this because 
I'm not looking at it like you just said, Sean, piece by piece, piece by piece. Mm-hmm. And so you tend to not get things done, but mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's a good example because uh, a wise man once said, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. <laughs> One bite at a time. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I think this is even where my wife and I differ because she will complete the task and she will get done what she needs to get done. So say if she's getting the boys ready in the morning for school and daycare, she might, she the, the task is to get out the house, make sure the boys are good and everything. But it's like she'll leave this here, that there, you know, the boys little, you know, they eat the muffins and they have like the little wrapper sitting around or whatever. And, and I ain't tripping because I'm like, she got to get out the house. You know what I'm saying? She just right. needs to complete the task. But for me, it takes me longer to do things because I'm the type of person that I clean as I go. So if I have the boys and I'm getting them up ready for school and daycare after they finish eating or if I change their diaper, then I take the diaper, I throw it away. I take the wrappers from their little muffins, throw them away. So I'm cleaning as I go. So it takes me longer to complete the task opposed to uh, my wife completing the task. Right. So I'm just kind of like that. I'm type of person where I let my food get cold if there's dishes in the sink. I'm like, I can't eat and there's dishes in the sink. I'm like, that's just gross. I cannot oh, wow. keep doing it. It's a bunch of dishes sitting there. But that's just me. That's I guess that's how I was raised because... I want to sit down and enjoy my food. I don't want to look at these this dirty kitchen while I'm eating. And I'm just thinking on the back end, I'm going to be full, but I got to clean up this kitchen, which is going to make that experience more worse. Like I, I'm not going to want to do it because I'm like, oh, I'm full now. I don't want to clean up. Right. You get that itis. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it makes it harder for me. But I think we all just think different or how we were raised. Right. Absolutely. I, I agree. I agree with you 100 percent mm. on it. Because I'm the type of person where if the kitchen uh, is kitchen is dirty, and I think a lot of people think like this, the kitchen is dirty, I can't cook or anything like that. But as far as eating, nah, <laughs> I, if I dirty up the kitchen and then fix my food, I'm going to sit down to eat because I'm <laughs> hungry. <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. No, nah, you know, to each his own, man. We all, we all are different. The second one is change involves others, other changes. And I think you talked about that earlier where uh am i going to see these results if i make these changes i think that's one change involve other changes but what's that one quote said to do the same thing over and over again expecting different results is insanity absolutely yes it is it's insanity yes Mm -hmm. so and it's a domino effect And, and we talk about this a lot when we talk about marriage and relationships the only way we're going to see change is if we change with us. My mantra is change starts with me. Right. You know, right. So if I want to see changes, I, I have to be the initiator. Uh, I was going to work on a book called The Initiator, where it's like, I have to be the one that's proactive. That's like, what does that look like being proactive? Because I think very few of us uh, are proactive when it comes to wanting to see change i won't say very few but when it comes to like relationship things it's like oh it's their fault they better change they need to and it really changed start with us because like they say in the blog one change involves other changes if you change either one or two things gonna happen with your spouse or your significant other either they're gonna make that change with you or they're gonna leave because they can't handle the change yeah absolutely absolutely um it was a quote that i was uh looking at I and while you had uh, made the um, statement about um, the insanity 
Uh, it's by Albert Einstein. He says that the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. And I'm big on words. I'm big on etymology. And when you look at the word intelligence, it's broken down. The prefix of it is intel. Mm-hmm. And that's information. Mm-hmm. So once I get the information, what am I going to do with it? Because that information will cause, it should cause a change. You know, like a lot of times we go to um, conferences, we read books, we get insight on things and we get intel, but is it causing us to change? Mm. What is it causing us to do? So um, again, like I said, the, the, the measure of uh, change is, 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 is the, the ability to get the intel and then change. And that's all based off, you know, intelligence, basically. Mm, I like that. Yeah, because we live in an information age. Um, we have oh, a oh wow. Yeah, you know, everything is, I mean, you have 10-year-olds talking about they were dating a narcissist. And I'm like, you're 10. What do you know about a narcissist? Oh, I was watching a YouTube video. You know, I broke up with my boyfriend because he I'm like, oh, he's a yeah. narcissist at 10. Oh, I didn't even know you knew that terminology at 10. Exactly. Exactly, bro. It, it's crazy, man. What, what what these kids be getting into now, man? Wow. wow. Number yeah. three. Uh, did you have anything else to say about the second one? Nah, man. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Uh, number three is the status quo is comfortable. Basic stuff, right? I think it's very basic. Like we get set in our ways, and this is just the way we do things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the actual biggest killers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it's a it's it's disguising complacency actually, and uh, we we become complacent. And um, you know, one thing about change, uh, it also indicates that there's life. Uh, if you're not evolving, if you're not changing, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And so, um, uh, I believe that change. So you should want to ask that question, like, what, what in my life, what, 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 what changes are what, uh, what's the word am I looking for? Alterations that need to take place in my life. And I'm, I, I can, I can really just get down and just self-evaluate myself and just see what I need to do that, need, that I need to make some changes in. Because again, like, I believe that's a, that's a, a significant evidence sign of life when you, you, you are, um, when you are changing, when you're not changing, of course, that's, you know, the, the opposite of life. Mm-hmm. So you should, you want to figure that out. But I do know complacency is, 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 a, is a really um, showstopper when it comes to uh, change, just being comfortable, man. Just, mm-hmm. I think it's also a child of fear, you know, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree because even on my job, they want me to go into management and all I can think of is more responsibility. I'm just like, I'm setting my ways. I know my job. I know what I need to do. People leave me alone. I do my job. I listen to my podcast, listen to my, watch my YouTube video. I do all that stuff. I get the job done. I can go home, but now they want me to step up and I'm just like, Oh, I got to change really more responsibility. I got kids at home and I got to babysit kids at work too. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I mean that, that's good. You said that because I think too. Also, um, uh, the Bible says uh, Jesus said that you have to count up the cost before mm-hmm. you make any type of decision, 
And so even when those type of decisions are presented to you to make change, uh, there is some, um, you know, there are some apples and oranges that you have to make, you know, uh, comparison to to just see whether or not this is for you. Yep. Uh, sometimes, you know, there's such thing as good change and bad change mm-hmm. or, you know, good moves that you should make and, and moves that you maybe shouldn't make. And so, you know, just in your situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that, that, that could be something that, you know, you, you may decide on like, is this really for me? Or, you know, even though I may be in management, maybe more money, you know, I like what I'm doing now. I don't think this is my ideal career. So, Hey man, you know, I'm good where I'm at, you know? Yep. So, yeah. 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 I heard a pastor say one time, he said, uh, what did he say? Oh, he talked about sometimes you climbing up the corporate ladder, push you further away from your dreams because it puts more responsibility on you. Now, don't get me wrong. Whoever listening and watching this, if this, if you going up the corporate ladder, I have no problem with it. That's what you do. No shade. Get your money, get your bread, get your responsibility. I ain't mad. Okay. So don't come for me in the comments. But I'm saying that sometimes there can be moves that you do make that can push you further out of your purpose because you you are part of somebody else's purpose and not yours. Wow. You know what they say, you you building somebody else's dream and not building your own. Yeah, right. I heard uh Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas. He said I was listening to him on People's Party, love People's Party. Shout out to Talib Kwali. But he said, <laughs> he said, if you go to college, he said, if you're going to get a degree, that's for you to work for somebody else. If, if you're going to work for yourself, then, you know, you, you don't need you don't need a degree. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. is that universal? Probably not. It depends on what you're doing, you know, because there's always ways to grow. But I mean, of course, if you plan on being a lawyer or something like that, you need that that school. You know, you need right. that, that training. So it, it varies. But I understood where it was coming from. Right. Um, number four unclear about the benefits of change we kind of talked about this too Ooh, don't know the good. direction and where we're going that's good that's really good that's really good unclear about the benefits of change yeah that, that's that's really good and, and again that's why i say like you know when you're getting ready to to make that transition or make that change um you got to think about three things um what you can change what you can't change and uh or, or rather what's in your control and what's not in your control and also think about um the, the benefits of you know you making that step out uh i can you know go I always go back to you know the correlation i have with you know the weight loss and you know just building you know your body up you know when you go work out when you eat right you know the benefit of it is you're gonna look good <laughs> Like who don't want to look good? So, you know what I'm saying? You you have to get through that part of, you know, grinding, the the diligence, the the eating corrected, the discipline. Uh one thing that change does create also is discipline. It it teaches you how to become disciplined. And uh once you, you know, become disciplined in all those uh, different aspects, you know, you'll you'll reap the benefits. You'll see, you know, you look good. You'll want to post more pictures on uh <laughs> on your on your social media. You you will want to trap, you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's single. you know, but yeah, I mean you you'll feel it'll it'll give you a greater self-confidence about yourself, man. And that's what you need to succeed, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Because they talk about in the blog, it says the lack of clear benefit makes it hard to convince ourselves to put effort towards something whose appeal is not evident. 
we may not like our current state, but if there's no desired state to aspire to, change becomes redundant. Being unable to envision what life will be like after the transformation dampens our motivation. Wow. And one thing I do want to say to to whoever's watching, Mm -hmm. uh, questions break strongholds. So whenever you have, whenever you, you, you ask yourself questions, ask yourself questions. Hey, Jason, what do you think would be the benefit of me doing this? What would I reap doing this? And I guarantee you, man, when you ask yourself questions, it may sound really crazy, man, but when you ask yourself questions, man, it causes your mind to think. It causes your mind to expand and think and go outside of the box, man. And then it also causes you to, to visualize. Man, it, it just active, activates your mind in so many capacities because it causes you to visualize and be able to see yourself in that state. So ask yourself those questions. How, what does this look like? You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're good because you have to ask those questions, those internal questions, right? Because it's your life. You got to, you're going to have to live it. So, right. And right. you're going to have to deal with those consequences, whether good or bad. I heard uh, Dr. Miles Monroe say that wherever you are today is the sum total of the decisions that you've made. Come on. Come on. You know, so if you I'll- made. <laughs> Yeah. So if you've made sound decisions and you're in a good spot, you've made some sound decisions and we all make mistakes, but that's how important decisions are and asking those questions. Mm -hmm. So um, that was a, that was a good one. You got anything else to say on that before? So I want to ask you a question. So Sean, how how do you think we can defeat uh, uh, complacency, complacency, sorry, or what was the word that you said? The the the, the status quo mm-hmm. of um of uh, of just staying in that particular uh, status. How did you beat that? How how do how, how will we defeat that? I think, and this is just my opinion. I think it's, it's something in us. I think it depends. I don't think it's. I ain't gonna say I don't think it's for everybody. I think some of us choose to take the action to get out of the status quo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going somewhere with this. I was listening to something about uh, something about like if somebody was being abused, um, mm-hmm. if you see somebody being beat up on the street, people will stand there and look. It can be 10 people outside seeing this person get attacked. And um, it, it depends on that one person who's willing to be proactive and make that change. So that one person who made the change, then all of a sudden, everybody else will come and help. So one person has to be proactive in order to help somebody from being hurt. So I think it just depends on that individual because some of us like to stand out and some of us like to be the status quo because the status quo is comfortable. You know, um, people, everybody, everybody's the same. So it's like if we all move in the kind of same way, I don't get critiqued or judged on doing something different because I, I look like everybody else. So yeah. I just think it depends on, on the person. I think some people choose to act and others choose to be comfortable with the status quo. Yeah. I like one thing you said earlier about um, being intentional and um, initiating things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I think, I think that's one you know, way that you could also fight the the status quo 
of being complacent and comfortable too. If you, you you're a self-starter, man, you got to be proactive. Got to be a self-starter. There is a study shown that it's the small things that you do, that if you have a struggle with going to the gym, the first thing you can do is at least put on your shoes. Okay, you ain't make it to the gym. Take your, take your shoes off and go lay back down. You made a small little step. You put on your workout shoes. The next day, put on your, your little tights or whatever you decide to wear to the gym. Take them off and go back and do what you're doing. Like, it's these small little things that can result in change. Like, oh, I can't actually do this. Yeah. You know, um, so I think even looks kind of play a little bit of factor into you going to exercise. Like when you look good, you feel good. You put on your little workout clothes <laughs> and you know, you, you kind of feeling yourself. And I think that's a good motivator to go to, but I think it just depends on a person. I think we all would like to stand out, but very few of us have the courage to be an agent of change. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you was about, you had a quote you was going to say. Yeah, um, it's by, well, actually, I had two of them. It's one of them is by uh, Oprah Winfrey. Mm -hmm. She said, the greatest discovery of all time is that a person can change his future by merely changing his attitude. So, mm -hmm. um, and, and that's deep in itself because, you know, attitude is perspective. Um, so once you change your perspective, man, that, that that's one of the greatest movements that you could, you know, possibly do you know, is uh, change your perspective, change how you see things. You know, um, there's several uh, emphasis, you know, in uh, the Bible where um, someone changed their perspective, man. I'm just thinking of one off the back uh, when the prophet uh, Elijah was with, uh, I can't remember his name, but uh, I think he was a soldier. I don't even think they, the scripture mentions his name. However, what happened is uh, they were getting ready to fight in battle and um, the, uh, um, the guy was getting real discouraged and scared because they were they were outnumbered by thousands. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what happened was Elijah said to him, he said, look, man, he said, um, I wish the, I, I, I'm I'm praying that the Lord open your eyes that you may see who's who's with us. And when he opened his eyes, he saw legions. And when you look at the word legions, that's thousands of angels. I believe it's a 12,000 regiment of angels, but it was legions, plural of angels that were uh, getting ready to, you know, fight on their behalf. And so that changes perspective. And so what I'm saying to you, I'm even encouraging myself if I say, as I say this, you know, uh, the, the biggest part to change, man, is changing your perspective, the, the, your outlook and how you see things. Sorry. I love that. That's good. Yeah. I forgot about that scripture. My God. Yeah. Mm, that's a, yeah. yeah. That's a dope scripture. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Number six, abandoning efforts too quickly. <laughs> and we kind of talked about this as well, but abandoning efforts too quickly because we'll go to the gym one time and be like, oh, my I, I, my arms ain't big. Or, you know, you, you're a lady, you go to the gym. I did 30 squats and my butt ain't big. It's like <laughs> you've been to the gym two times. You got to give it time. And I think too with, I, yeah, right. I think it, with today's culture, um, we live in this microwave society where we just want instant results. Instant, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instant, and, and it's 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 crazy too, man. I um, even when you said that, I have one more quote I wanted mm -hmm. to um, hold on here. Mm -hmm. It says, "Don't let rejection, self doubt." Uh, no, it's I'm sorry. Don't let rejection create self doubt. 
the founder of Starbucks was turned down 217 of the 242 investors he initially spoke with. And so, again, he spoke with 242 investors and 217 of them turned them down. So that's over 70% of the investors that turned them down. And of course, we know Starbucks is one of the biggest producers uh, of coffee and et cetera, you know, in the world. The biggest. The biggest. I'm sorry. Correct you. Yes, sir. The <laughs> biggest. <laughs> so, man, don't, um, don't let the uh, fear of rejection, you know, to make a change cause you to, you know, abort, you know, your, uh, your blessing, man, potentially. Mm -hmm. I love that. And because we're running out of time, the last one is changing other people. I love that because they talk about change and we try so hard to change people just to try to make our lives easier. Wow. We're That's like, good. if That's you good. change, you will make my life easier. No, you change. Yeah. How yeah. about that? <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. Yep. Change starts with me. That's the mantra. Anything on, on that, on trying to change people? Yeah. Uh, like you told me once, big bro, man, you said, you know, look, you have to set the example. You can't change her. You're not God. I'm talking, I'm speaking to my wife, you know, he yeah, brother yeah. canceled me a lot of times. And, you know, he was just saying, you know, you, you have to make that change for yourself. Man. And when you do that, man, as the leader, as the patriarch of your house, man, they will follow. If you lead, that will follow. Or God will find a way of, you know, doing what he got to do, you know, how uh, God forbid, but you know, you, you have to make that change yourself, man. Change starts with me. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson said he dropped bars. Michael Jackson said, bars. I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> talking to the man in the mirror and maxing him to change his ways. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So let's, let's start. And even there's a scripture to talk about where um, I think it's James, where he talk about how we look in the mirror and we just look the same and we just continue to go on with our day. It's like, really? Yeah. Um, so, right. Thanks again, Jason. This has been another dope episode of 40s Unfiltered, man, talking that real talk. Um, let everyone know how they can get in touch with you. Uh, you can reach me on um, Facebook, um, Jason Lockhart. Just type my name in, you'll see me. Uh, you can also reach me on Instagram, uh, Jackson Heights, Jackson underscore Heights on. All right. Well, you heard it here, people. Thanks for listening to another segment of 40s Unfiltered. This is Sean Heineman with... Jason Lockhart. Take care, people. Be blessed. Sure.